Hi, I'm Pam Dunn, and for the next 10 minutes or so, join me in a conversation that will provide practical ways to access your inner wisdom. Since being wise means you will act and behave based upon your knowledge, what you know, it means when we know better, we can do better. There is immense wisdom in listening and learning from others. So what you hear today will provide infinite possibilities and opportunities for practice. Well, hello, everybody. This is Pam Dunn, and welcome to 10 Minutes of Infinite Wisdom. My special guest this week is Amy Reed. And we are going to talk about, well, primarily Amy is going to talk about the wisdom of coming out. And I think I first want to say I'm, I admire the vulnerability of this topic and admire your willingness to have this conversation with us because I know it will touch our listeners immensely. And before we begin, before I have you start, Amy... Welcome. Say that first. (laughs) Thank you. It's nice to be here. Thank you. Uh, I want to let everybody know that Amy is a certified coach through your infinite life training and coaching company. And she has her own coaching company or organization called Amy Reed personal coaching. So she'll tell you a little bit about that later. So let's get started. Amy, how about just starting us off with you know, knowing that you're going to talk about the wisdom of coming out, what is it that you'd like to start sharing with everybody? Hmm. You know, I think that the first thing that I want to say is just that for anybody who may relate to this topic personally, wherever you are at in this process, I just want you to know that you are so loved and so supported because this is such a personal process and it's so different for every person. And um, there's just no right way it has to look. That's amazing. And I think as, as you're saying that, is there something that, you know, because I don't think that everybody feels loved and supported when they're about to come out. And so maybe even it may not be that they aren't being loved and supported, but in their own internal conversation, all the fears come to the surface. And so there, there has to be a lot of internal, you know, things going on that you have to work through. And I'd love if you could share from your own experience, how did you go from you know, knowing you had to do this, were you afraid? And then knowing that you are loved and supported. Hmm. Well, I, so I want to say first, I'm a little late to the party because I came out at 30, which I know is a lot later in life than many people. And part of my journey was also coming out to myself. Um, It took me a, a long time to have that realization of who I am and to make it okay and make it safe even internally for me to really be who I am. Once I had that realization, it it felt like it wasn't even a question. You know, I think this is probably something a lot of people relate to in different ways, but when you first realize that you are different, you have that process of, you know, you're kind of running into anything that you were taught that may go against who you know you are. Mm 
um, anything that that even is perpetuated by our culture about who you are and then worrying about what people who have always known you to be a certain way will say when they discover that you may be different than what they thought. But I think the important thing is that moment that I experienced, it was just such truth and it was such a relief to sink into it that any fear or anxiety I had about what would happen when I told people really paled in comparison to how scary it would have been to go through life without really being who I was. Mm. You know, you're talking about something really interesting, given the type of work that we do. And that is that concept that you're talking about that you just knew, you know, you were just so sure internally inside yourself. And then you had to wrestle with, you know, limited perspectives and other people and beliefs and things like that. But I'd love if you could to describe in the best way you can, like, what is that internal knowing feel like, sound like, look like? Hmm. Well, for me, the internal knowing came with someone who I had thought was a friend and discovered I loved. And it took me a while to figure it out. Um, like, I remember acting just really bonkers. Like, I would uh, talk to her on the phone really late into the evening, and I would kind of hide in my room so I wouldn't have to explain to my roommate why I was being such a weirdo on the phone. And I was just like, what am I doing? This is, this is like, so different than anything I've ever had to deal with in a friendship. Like, why am I hiding in my room and keeping this a secret? And then I started to kind of realize, like, oh, no, I love this person this is not at all what I expected. And, and once I realized that I, I just felt like I knew like, this is what I have been wanting to feel my whole life. Mm. And this is different than anything I've ever experienced. And like, almost that aha of like, oh, this is what people have written songs about. Mm. So it was just such a lovely kind of stepping into that feeling that you know exists, but you never quite have before. I love, I could just feel when you said, you know, this is how I've wanted to feel my whole life, you know, so hopefully everybody that was listening can feel that too, because I think that's very relatable. I can relate to that myself, that feeling of, you know, oh, this just feels like I'm at home with myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when we spoke earlier prior to recording, you said something so interesting that I would love for you to elaborate on. And, and this goes to the courage that it takes to come out. Uh, and that was that you said something around, you realized it was riskier to not come out. Could you speak a little bit about that? Sure. You know, I was really patient with myself with the time it took to come out to different people in my life with friends and family. And, and I'm okay with that. I think it's important to give yourself whatever space and time you need to do that. But I also knew that for me, the moment I realized this is who I am, this is who I have always been, I was delighted to continue in life being this person. And I knew that any fear that I had couldn't come close to the fear of what I would give up 
about not just about what I could have in my life, but even that fear of losing myself, that was such a risk that if I were to ignore this truth and pretend this wasn't the truth, that risk was something I just, I knew I couldn't even consider. Mm. And was it from that place that you were able to speak about it more freely? Yeah, I, it was, it was from that place and knowing that, you know, no matter, no matter what happened, no matter what anyone would say, I was safe because I was being my most authentic self. And there is always safety in that. I also knew that while I wanted the support of my friends and family, that wasn't ultimately what I needed. I didn't need their permission to be who I was. So in all of the conversations I had with people who were important to me coming out, my goal going into the conversation was the purpose of this is to let them know what I've discovered is true. And if I accomplish that, then this was a successful conversation. That's such a clear distinction between needing their acceptance, you know, which I think is probably very different. Was there, was there any place where you had to wrestle or deal with a lack of acceptance? Yeah. I mean, you know, I overall received a lot of support and love um, in response to coming out. I did have some really challenging conversations with, with people I loved though. And it, it was really hard. I had to just keep going back to what I knew to be true about myself and that it wasn't in question that I was going to move forward in this way. And I think I also had to really fiercely hold on to the love I had for those people and the knowing of how, how loving and important they were to me, even if in this moment they were not supportive in the way that would have felt really good. You know, what you're saying is so vital, really, (laughs) that the responsibility for acceptance is your responsibility to accept yourself. You're not responsible for trying to get other people to accept your authentic being ever, right? We're never responsible for that. But when we're sharing something challenging, with people, or it could be challenging for them to accept it first. The way you spoke about hanging in there with them was beautiful. I'm sure it was so honoring for both of you. It was messy though. I want to be clear. I mean, it sounds really good now, but it's, you know, that's one of the hardest experiences I think as a person is just, you know, when you love somebody deeply, but are really struggling with something that's coming between you. And so, um, yeah, for me, it was just, I had to have that commitment to love and to letting go of any expectations of what I needed from them and also remembering who they were beyond how that moment was going. Mm. I know you, so both of us are, uh, lovers of Glennon Doyle and especially the book Untamed, but I I keep thinking of this as we're talking. And that was in the book when she spoke about that she was talking to her daughter and said, you know, if you have a choice between disappointing yourself or disappointing someone else, always disappoint someone else. Yeah. Oh, that resonated. That whole book resonated so deeply, (laughs) but that part in 
in particular because, um, you know, that's something I've discovered in the last uh, several years of my life in particular is how, you know, it can be really scary to step out into the unknown and to do something that you have no safety net for and no experience to draw from. But it also, you know, being true to yourself, even in those unknown situations is, is the safest thing to do. And I, I don't regret it for one second. And I love everything I've learned about myself and the courage that comes with being myself in those moments. So beautifully said. <laughs> it's, it's a great, great place to, you know, wrap up. You know, I think that there were three points, which one of them was the one that you just shared that I want to make sure to recap for everybody. And that is being patient with yourself during this process, you know, internally was very honoring to you and it, it honors you in doing that. And, and the other thing that you said was to delight that you were delighted to be your true self, your authentic self. And that if everybody can remember that because the emotional safety that you needed and that others will need, you know, that are listening to this and coming out is that emotional safety is present in being your authentic self. So thank you, Amy. Uh, I'd love for you to share with our listeners, where can they find you? Oh, sure. You can find me on my website, amyreadcoaching.com. That's also my handle for Facebook and Instagram. Nice. Well, I definitely recommend that you go there. (laughs) And thank you once again, Amy, for sharing yourself so vulnerably. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Accessing our inner wisdom is ongoing and ever-changing. You may now be thinking, how can I access more of my infinite wisdom? Well, we have lots of ways to do that. So go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com and consider taking two hours and attend our skilled communication online class. Each class is only $99 and is limited to five participants so that you can get individual attention to become a better communicator. We have a learning journey membership program for only $29 per month and five collaboratives throughout the year that bring experts together on various topics. Thanks for joining us. And if you've benefited from this podcast, please subscribe, like, and or comment. Find out more about our coaching and offerings also at www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com. Have a great week accessing your inner wisdom.